There was a boy who had a band of brothers. There was a boy who had a band of brothers. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. Far away! Far away! Far away! He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. Good evening, Cobbacy families, and welcome to the Cobbacy Evening Fireside Podcast. On today, the 21st of July, the third day of camp, second day of program, the warriors and braves are in their beds, the sun is going down over the bunks, it's time for you to find out what happened today. Each morning before the boys sleepily shuffled off to morning flags, blue sheets are put on each wooden breakfast table. They are the color of a main summer sky, and each boy and each counselor pours over these blue sheets to see what will happen each day. This is your Blue Sheet Report for today. Today was an alphabet day B. Half in, half out tonight. Cobble cleanup belongs to Adventure. There were no birthdays. Today's events were all canceled during utilities today for reasons I shall explain here shortly. Of course, the important announcements today were more sunscreen and more water. We basically hit that message anytime the sun is peeking out, and it was doing far more than peeking today. Laundry day today was for Kineo, Co., and Kennebago. Tomorrow, Katahdin, Sachem, Leadership, and the support staff. This evening was group nights across the board. All of the groups did wonderful group nights, huge, joyous events where all of the boys in each individual age group got together, did a wonderful activity as a larger group, 30 or 40 boys together. Tomorrow we have celebrity on duty in the evenings because we have our staff meeting, which means Lloyd and Tom and Griff and all the folks who normally aren't around in the bunks get to go watch over the bunks while the regular staff, myself and Katie and a few of the leadership staff members have a staff meeting. We have these regularly. Braves have a bunk night coming up. Warriors have their overnight prep night. And in the whole, everybody has MTV night prep. That's right. MTV night is on the way. Today, there was a series of Kaba choices. Everybody was getting all excited for all kinds of Kaba choices. And then at lunchtime, looking out over the group after all morning, all those activities, all the striving and chasing and racing and grinning and laughing under the hot sun, it looked like everyone was wilting. It looked like I had forgotten to water the garden. Everybody's had both elbows up on the table, holding their heads, sweaty foreheads. You know the look. You've seen it. And so Lloyd came up to me right as I was thinking those things, and he said, I think we should cancel Kaba Choice and have a double open swim. And I said, that's just what I was thinking, Lloyd. Let's do it. So we did it which means all the Kava choices that were slated for today are going to come tomorrow because it was almost 90 degrees today. It was humid. It was a gorgeous main summer day. And so we just absolutely jettisoned the entire last two periods of the day and just did one gigantic open swim. And everyone was invited. Everyone had to go. By invited, I mean you had to be there. And it was awesome. We'll get to that in a second. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is your Blue Sheet Report for today, the 21st of July, third day of program.
It is a magnificent and busy thing to run Cobbacy. And each day I make it out of the office and into the breeze and sunlight of camp itself and spend time with your boys. Sometimes it's a game of knockout, sometimes it's watching an inner camp, and sometimes it's just marvelous one-on-one time with a single boy. These times are often my favorite times. This is what I saw today. I arrived at the big open swim about 25 minutes later than everybody else, taking care of some things in the office, and it was in full swing when I got there. The way Lakeside works, Cobbacy families, is that a few years ago we realized that if we just installed backpacks as a common practice, we'd buy ourselves about 45 minutes in each day. We took that whole 45 minutes and we created something called Lakeside where everyone has to be below the road above the water or in the water. They can be on the hill, they can be hanging out in their crazy creek chairs, reading comic books, writing you letters maybe, hanging out with their buddies, wrestling around with a counselor or two, but they have to be on that hillside. And if they're not on the hillside, they have to be at the waterfront. And that means water skiing, stand-up paddleboarding, playing in the sand, making sand castles, making ant cities, playing Nukem or volleyball in the very beautiful sand volleyball court Or, and most popular, of course, is being in the actual lake itself, just in the glorious water of Lake Cabasi Conti. Today, every single human being was at the waterfront when I got there, and it looked like a carnival. Waterfront staff, of course, diligent and crisp, whistles and rescue tubes at the ready, hats, sunglasses, the whole gear. But everybody else, a kaleidoscope of color. We have a playscape, we have the rave, we have water basketball. Some kids were looking for freshwater mussels. And I'm just going to tell you what I saw panning left to right. Standing on the road, from my left to my right, you see first on my left, all of Sachem. Sitting on those beautiful wooden benches in the campfire bowl. And they're drafting their teams for Watermelon League. They're hunched over, they're serious, they're scribbling madly. On their clipboards, they have pens. Their wonderful Sachem group leader is looking over them, always calm, always slightly amused, and that's, of course, Davy and Burrell. Directly in front of me are probably 15 to 20 boys, and they are laughing and rolling around in the grass and just being boys in the outdoors, in the sun and the heat and the shade also of a main afternoon. Counselors are telling stories, and there's a knot of boys gathered around those counselors, and there's a little breeze coming up from the lake, not much. Just beyond them through the trees, you can see the lake itself, and there's a sailboat going by. As we scroll to the right even farther, you see some more boys, and just above the um, proper waterfront area, there's a whole bunch of boys gathered on the picnic table. Some of them are making rockets for rocketry, and some of them are just kicking it, and they're playing cards on those picnic tables, and then Below them, of course, is the real action. James is up in the lighthouse tower, and he's leaning forward. I don't know if any of you have met James, but he looks every inch the waterfront director. He's big, and he's strong. He's got a steady way about him. He's leaning forward, whistle around his neck, radio on the other hand, and he's overseeing what is a really joyful but controlled environment, which is how I like to look at it. And just below him is Mike Heward, our head counselor. And he's got his arms on the fence, and it's the second day, so some of the new kids haven't figured out the rules about the fence, and they're hopping the fence to chase a ball or whatever. And Mike's 
cheerfully instructing them about how you can't go over the fence without taking your buddy tag and changing it. And they're figuring it out. They're smiling and running back. There's a full-blown Nukem game going on the volleyball court right next to the waterfront tower. And there's probably 20 boys there all playing Nukem, which is a sort of like the the gateway sport to full-on volleyball. And they're pitching and diving and falling into the sand and just having a blast. And then out in the third area where the playscape and the blob is, is the main event. And that is two or three of our biggest counselors are blobbing the boys, which basically means that they bounce up and down on a giant trampoline and then launch themselves out onto this sort of half-inflated pocket bag that floats in the water on the end of which is sitting a smaller boy, probably a brave or a small warrior. And when they hit, the boy just goes sailing into the air and everyone cheers. And if the boy's got enough composure and proprioception, they can turn and wave at the crowd before they splash down. And everyone cheers when they come up. And every so often a counselor will blob another counselor. There's just a lot of splashing and laughing and watching. It's kind of like what you'd see back in the day at a municipal pool in the middle of the summer where everyone's out. And there's a general sense of fun, but also no one's going anywhere. It's just going to be healthy sunshine, water, and laughing. And that went on, ladies and gentlemen. It wasn't those 45 minutes that the backpacks bought us. It was two sustained hours. And it was like tonic to the tired boys. That night, later in the dining hall, we had awesome brisket that Chef Lewis got perfect and then cut for every single person. He was back there cutting away for each plate of meat, which he then plated with a little bit of gravy over the top. And after they ate that food, the boys went ballistic. They started pounding on the tables and laughing and cheering and screaming for color war. Older boys started a We Want Chip Witches chant. There was just generally a, a surge, an uplift, a swell, if you will, of energy. And it was because they spent the afternoon when everybody else was moiling away out in the sun and the heat or hiding away in air conditioning, Camp Cobbacy for Boys was swimming and laughing. And that is what I saw today. So that is our little informal podcast for yet another glorious day at Camp Cobbacy for Boys. Your boys will go to sleep tonight with steady counselors watching over them, nodding off to sleep surrounded by their friends, loons sounding on the lake. All is well in this place set apart. Yeah.